Today on The Breakdown, it's not every day people play a one million pound buy-in event, but this happened. This happened in 2019, and all the best players lined up to buy a ticket, and the final table was studded with stars. Bill Perkins. <laughs> all right, yeah, fine. But Brent Kenny, Dan Smith, Stephen Chidwick, Vivek, well, Vivek, uh, Timothy Adams, this is an impressive group of young men. And Stephen Chidwick, maybe, maybe one of the very toughest of all of these guys. Maybe the toughest? Hard to say. He plays a pot against Vivek. Man, there's only seven players left. They've already locked up 1.7 million pounds, but first place is 20 million pounds. There's so much life-changing, insane money to be won here. And these guys are going to play hard, hard, at each other. We're going to get into it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Yeah, I decided not to, not to screw that up. Pretty sure it's Rajkumar. I think you were right. I've, I've heard people say that many times. Yeah. So I think, isn't it Vivek or is it Vivek? I've heard it both. Oh, I don't know. I guess the king's owner is Vivek, right? Yeah. That's what people say. I, yeah. What did, what did, it's uh, spelled the same. What did, what did Randy Lou call him? Do you remember? Vivek. Yeah. Well, let's call him Vivek. If yeah. Randy Lou calls him Vivek, we're calling him Vivek. That seems, Randy Lou's usually going to be right about that. And if not, we blame Randy. It's perfect. Blame Randy. That's the new TV show Sorry, Kevin James. Yeah. <laughs> He's always screwing up, but he sure has a hot wife for no reason. Yeah. yeah. He's fat. Slame <laughs> Randy. He has not a good job and is, has no discernible qualities that are above average, yeah. but sure has a hot wife and a nice house. One of the, uh, the, ca- the main catchphrase for br- blame Randy, not that Randy says, but that the wife says is, Randy, what did you do? Is blah, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> and then he falls off of like a tool shed. Yeah, with ice cream all over his face. Blame <laughs> <laughs> Randy. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're making this. this is a, it's not a show about nothing. I'll tell you what. This is how Too Many Cooks got made, right? Is like It started with that. Yeah. And then they devolved into whatever Too Many Cooks is. I think that's right. basically a crime against humanity, but it's also wonderful that it exists. Well, thank you for saying that. I didn't think you liked Too Many Cooks. It's, I think it's wonderful that it exists. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I personally have seen Too Many Cooks, I'm going to guess six times, which is a lot because it's like 12 minutes long. Yeah. And it's, they just keep singing that song. <laughs> but I really got into it there for a while when it came out. I was like... I was like, there's even more to see. If you keep watching it, you always see new stuff. It's crazy. But yeah, it's like Breaking Bad. It is a little bit like that. You know, with the, with the greats, it's like that. But I haven't seen it in a while, and I don't think I'd want to watch it again because no. it's a lot. You, being aware of Too Many Cooks is enough. <laughs> yeah. Too Many Cooks, for those of you who don't know, is a, uh, like a 15-minute video that uh, Adult Swim put out, and it's like the opening sequence, you know, the opening song and title sequence to a show called Too Many Cooks. Which is like an 80s sitcom or something. Yeah, and so they do all the 80s tropes, at least for a while, and then it devolves. But they just keep going with the song for 15 minutes straight. And yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. If you've never seen it, you could at least start watching it. I don't know if yeah. you can make it all the way through. But it gets really out there. It gets dark. The, dark and weird. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's at least interesting. Anyway. Anyway, blame Randy. Blame Randy. <laughs> He's always falling off of stuff and... Got food all over himself. What did you do? <laughs> blah, 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 what? <laughs> I mean, that's going to work in many situations. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I forgot to mail the taxes. 
No, we're destitute. Blame Randy. <laughs> yeah. Next week on Blame Randy, Randy forgets to feed the hermit crabs and they die. <laughs> Next week on Blame Randy, he accidentally releases the nuclear codes to our <laughs> deepest and dearest enemies. And we die. <laughs> what, what, what? what did you do? <laughs> Mr. President, but, but, but what? <laughs> Fuck, we got to make that show. It's a great show. I actually think he should say, but, but, but what? And nothing else. <laughs> like, not even other words there. That's pretty funny. Okay. He will. All right. Anyway, uh, these guys are successful on like... The Randy from Blame Randy. Randy Lou, of course, is, is successful also. He's, yeah. not, he's not the Blame Randy Randy. Although he started as the inspiration for it. So I don't know. Wow. Who knows? Who I, knows? Yeah. Blame Randy. Okay. All right. So yes, there are seven remaining in this one million pound buy-in. Oh my God. So this is the biggest public buy-in of all time? I think so. It must be, right? It was actually one million and 50,000 pounds. So right. account at, for the rate. At right? the time, certainly pounds were worth more than dollars. Oh, yeah, for sure. In fact, uh, yeah, like first, uh, like 1.4 million pounds, which Timothy Adams finished eighth and one, it was worth 17, $1.7 million. All right. So just to give everyone a sense of it. So it's like a $1.25 million like dollar buy in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think it is the biggest public buy in, biggest open event buy in ever. Wow. Yeah. Whew. Well, obviously, besides Bill Perkins, all the guys at this final table probably don't have all of themselves. Although, I guess maybe Bryn Kenny did. He did. And actually, Alfred de Carolus is here, and he's definitely a whale oh, okay. businessman type also, who certainly has all of himself. I see. But everyone else, I would guess, does not. Yeah. Maybe Aaron Zhang does, actually. I don't know. Okay. He seems to be quite wealthy. He's like wealthy, like one of those quiet wealthy guys. So they always like have a lot of money, the quiet guys. Because they, they, they made their money from stabbing. I don't know. <laughs> Is that, is that how they did it? <laughs> you just, they're, they're, yeah, they're, there's a whole thing going on, you know, where it's like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but I don't want to get near that guy. That guy's rich. And he's probably got a knife. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Anyway, this is uh, suggested by a classic, a class act and a classic, Mark Testart. Oh, man, that guy. He's, he's been doing it for decades basically he's right? been suggesting since before we even met each other it's amazing what he's done it's wow. very impressive that is impressive didn't even know the poker guys existed he's been suggesting anyway he's the man he is the man he's from you. australia he's a lawyer he's apparently. a poet i'm getting that he's a lawyer here I, I have a card that says he's a lawyer yeah thanks jessica yeah um yes mark testart is a lawyer or at least we think he is we don't know it's implied that he's a lawyer he suggested this on youtube hmm Included a YouTube link and a timestamp. We are the poker guys on Twitter. That's how we suggested it. Yes. I said on YouTube. It gets confusing sometimes with all of the social media platforms. Anyway, that's how you suggest hands. We would love to hear your suggestions. We would. We would. This is a great suggestion. By the way, I have an update. Update on, on this 2019 tournament? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, the first, first place was 19 million pounds, which is $23 million which was, of course, $4.6 million more than Antonio won and the 2012 big one for one drop. So this, is, this would be the biggest first place prize of all time. In fact, it ended up being, although there was a deal made between the top two, still was the biggest first place prize of all time, about $20 million to, uh, to the winner. Didn't seem to have that much pomp and circumstance surrounding it. Like the one drop was such a big deal. I know that's the first million dollar buy-in, so that's a huge deal. Still, but. it's a little weird. These, I mean, million dollar things don't happen often. The yeah. One drop happens every other year now, right? Yeah. I mean, so it is surprising that this wasn't more of a thing. But, yep. Either way, know. here we are playing for it with seven remaining. So, you know, didn't lose a million dollars if you're here. That must feel good. 
Did oh. not lose $1.25 million. I would feel pretty great about that already. Yeah. Vivek Rajkumar definitely really didn't lose $1.25 million because he is the chip leader with 18.5 million chips. Nice. At 100K, 200K, he's got almost 100 bigs. That's pretty nice with seven remaining and 23 quadrillion dollars up top. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. Agreed. He's on the button. Folds to him. He's got ace of spades, eight of clubs. He's going to open to 450K. Cool. Fine. Good. Wonderful. No problems, right? No problems. The big blind is the slim one, the slim reaper. The beepy, beepy, slim reaper. Why did you say beep? Oh, I get it. Beep, 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 slim reaper. Yeah. You're doing uh, Slim Shady. Eminem. It's a, it's a rap thing. Yeah. I enjoy <laughs> rapping. Sorry for having to make it so explicit. I just didn't get it at first. It's okay. I enjoy rapping. I had to work it out in my Stephen head. Stephen Chidwick, the Slim Reaper. Beep, 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 beep. He's got 4.5 million. Yeah. So he's not doing so hot. He's doing all right. Got 22 blinds. Yeah. Jack five of diamonds in the big blind. Got to defend for 250 more. There's also a 200K big blind ante. Always. So he does. Pot is 1.2 million. Flop is jack of clubs, nine of spades, four of hearts. Chidwick checks. Is this a bet for Vivek or a check? Jack nine, four, rainbow. Um, I think it's a bet. Uh, There are, I mean, Chidwick is going to have a bunch of calls for sure. But, you know, like the four hearts is kind of an orphan card. So it's it's slightly less connected. We are playing at these absurdly high numbers, you know, like with the money is this big. I got to think it affects everybody. Yeah. So like I, if I'm the chip leader, I'm looking to put as much pressure as possible on everyone. So I, I like betting this. I think it's just a range neutral board or maybe even slightly towards Chidwick a little bit, but I, I just want to bet as Vivek. Here. But this is entirely equity denial, right? We're never folding out a better hand, obviously. Never in a million years are we folding out a better hand. Yeah. So yeah. that's an argument for maybe checking back. I just want to win the hand, though. And yeah. if we check back, we may, it may be much harder to win it. And like when we're going to, if we can win by being a little bit of a bully, like this is, a, this is one of the better times to, to be a little bit of a bully. I yeah, think. I agree with so that. I just want to default towards being aggressive. And the types of hands that are going to fold, you don't need to charge too much. Like, you know, the, your king three suited type hands are just going to fold yeah. for pretty much any amount. That's right. And Vivek recognizes that and bets 300K into 1.2. I like the sizing. Yeah, that's really cool. Because Chidwick's going to call with 7-8 no matter what, right? Unless he bets like 1.8 million, which, which he's, he's not going to do. do. Yeah. And he's going to fold hands like King 3 pretty much no matter what. Mm-hmm. So might as well size it at 300K. I like yep. it. Yep. Chidwick has really a straightforward decision with top pair, no kicker, right? It's just call. Easy call. Yeah. That's what he does. You're already like, this could get a little, a little difficult down the road, but... Right now, it's super straightforward. I've definitely been in spots in like World Series of Poker events where I have a hand like Chidwick has in the big blind and a stack like he has, and a good player has opened the button, and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> yes, I call. Yeah. I hate what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, this sucks. Sometimes you get the double, though, as a result. Yeah. You know? So just got just to gotta roll with it. I feel like usually they don't go for three streets, though. They give up. They, they often give when up. When the third barrel comes, it's like, wouldn't you have given up? <laughs> <laughs> I wish you had given up. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you call, though, and they don't have it. And uh, then you get the big double, and it's great. Yeah. Sometimes you call, and they do have it. A lot of times you fold. You but know equating, you know, what this money means to Chidwick to, to yeah. me, like, in the main event, it would not feel so good to be calling with Jack no kicker against a good player, even though it's probably plus GPV, you know? For sure. Of course it is. Of yeah. course it is. Yeah. I mean, you're... you. Always would. I mean, if you if you're not going to call with this, if you, I mean, it should be a no brainer call, of course. And if if it's anything but that on the flop, then you shouldn't call pre flop. Yeah, 
I don't mean on the flop. I mean like the oh, down bets the road. to come. Oh yeah. Like by the, I mean, even the turn, it, depending on your opponent against, against guys like this, like Vivek, if we saw a top pair on the turn, I think our plan is pretty much always to call without really thinking too much about it. But the river is where it gets a little squiggly. It gets a little squiggly. But Vivek has the chip lead, so we may think he's going to be more apt to put pressure on us, which means he's going to have more bluffs. But there's $20 million well. left to win. <laughs> this is a really good point, and this is why I like betting as Vivek, right? Yeah, which he does. Chidwick, of course, calls. Of course. Pot's $1.8 million. Good. Nitrogen sports poker? Forever. Forever and ever. Nitra, Gin Sports Poker, you are also in the show about Randy. <laughs> hey, Randy. And I just want to say to everyone out there, you're free to sample that. Yeah. Like, you can use that you any way you want. You can use that in your rap track. If you make a lot of money, obviously, we're going to sue you for royalties, so just give us the royalties, but you're free to sample. Sample Dam- away. Damien Lillard, if you listen to this, feel free to use this in your next rap album. Biggie Smalls, if you're still alive and you, listening. What do you mean if? You know that guy's... I know. I was just trying to be charitable in to the, Hamptons. the people in denial. Right, of course. Um, when you hear this, Biggie, and, you're, and you have your big, you know, I'm, I'm still here album, uh, guess what? We're on it. Yeah. <laughs> blame, Biggie. Blame Randy. And also, don't blame Nitrogen if mm. you forgot to sign up before, because nice. that's on you. But it, I got good news. You can still do it. Still available. Use the link in the description of this podcast to sign up for Nitrogen Sports. It's super easy. All you need to provide is a username and a password. Then you get access to all of the cool Poker Guys shit, but only if you use that specific link. So use the damn link, people. Of course, the cool Poker Guys shit includes our monthly tournament, which always has an overlay. It's a guaranteed overlay. It's a bonanza. It's fantastic. It's uh, it's. It's an affair of the heart, mm. you know? Yeah, of course. You know what I mean when I say that? I very much do. Yeah. And, and one could say that Jonathan Levy may have an affair of the heart with sports betting. Indeed. From time to time. And Nitrogen, of course, offers that. Maybe you win some poker tournaments. Maybe you win some sports bets. You get your Bitcoin out fast. They don't fuck around with your money, man. They give it to you 90 minutes or less. Take that money. It's all yours. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy. Buy something or not or hodl. It's up to you. Yeah, the hodl. Let's talk like that now. Let's be those guys. Oh, everyone knows what I mean. I know, but I hate it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Nitrogen Sports. Yeah. You can fight with us on there, too, if you want. If you want to fight about hodl, um, we'll be there Yeah, to fight sometimes. Sometimes we'll be there in that tournament. That's for sure. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see you there. Use the link. Get you some poker. Okay. Let's get us some more poker analysis, which is what we're known for as the poker guys. We are known for that among some folk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying by everybody. I mean, a lot of people don't know who we are. Damian Lillard probably knows who we are. I think the vast majority of the world has never heard of us and w- will never hear of us. But not the vast majority of the world that matters, right? Well, yeah. 90% of the people that matter have heard of us. <laughs> the other 10% are like on a space mission or yeah. something, and they just haven't had time to yeah. get to the podcast. I would guess the last five presidents of the United States know who we are. Yeah. The last five, yeah. Yeah. Dead or alive, they know who we are. Absolutely. Are they all alive? They are. But even if they weren't. The last five alive? Yeah. No. George uh, Bush one dead. Oh, damn. And is that... That's one. Clinton. (laughs) Bush. Yeah. Obama. Obama. Trump. Biden. Nope. Nope. Sorry. He doesn't qualify. He's he's the sixth. Fine. Last five. Biden counts as one of the last five. I win again. (laughs) Why do you always win at these things? (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, they all know who we are. And I know this because we get, we get you know, things get from confidential them. information from them. Well, I mean, I get Christmas cards. You maybe get, you know, inside info. Yeah. From all of them. They all love us. I equally. hope you don't live in Tampa Bay. <laughs> 
Yeah, in the next two weeks. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> if you do, do you have a radiation suit? Yeah. It's a question I'm asking. Yeah, it's just something that the presidents were talking about. Yeah. Okay. All Any- of them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Pot is 1.8 million after the bet and call on the flop. The turn is not written down in my notes because I did an excellent job. Uh, it is. It the was the qu- queen of spades. Queen of spades, yeah. I remember. The turn is the queen of spades. So obviously not the best card for Chidwick. Not the best card for Vivek either, although Randy Lou starts talking about how this is not a card that hits Chidwick very often. I'm yeah. not sure I agree with Randy Lou. Let's talk about it. Uh, anyway, Chidwick checks. I don't see any other right. option. He's always checking. So I guess baked into the question of is this a card that hits Chidwick often is should Vivek continue betting, right? Like, is there enough fold equity to continue betting? Because right. at this point, we do have a gut shot, but it's not a good gut shot with our eight. We have the gut shot. We have the ace of spades, which means we're... Chidwick doesn't have nut flush draws now. He wouldn't have turned a nut flush draw. Like, and if he had ace, X of spades, he really might have called a lot of flops. Maybe. Um, well, especially when we bet as small as we yeah. did, and he had back doors, um, or at least one. Okay, that's nice, I guess. But, so that's good. But does this card really not hit Chidwick that often, as well, Randy well, Lou says? Well, let's come up with the hands that it does hit, because there's some obvious ones, right? Queen there's, eight, queen ten. King queen. King queen. Those are the... Queen nine, queen yeah. jack, queen four suited. Yep, all of those it hits. Feels Agreed. like it hits enough of them. 8-10. 8-10, sure. Sure. Yeah. King-10, by the way. King-10, yeah. Okay, so it hits all those. But let's, let's talk about the other hands that Chidwick called with now. Those okay. are all the hands he could have called with that have a queen in him, for yeah. sure. Let's just quickly do some of the hands that... The, all the other hands. So, like, anything with a 4 in it, anything with a 9 with it, anything with a jack in it. Yeah. There's a lot. Sure. And these tiny pocket pairs, which he might have played this way. It's just odd to me that, that Randy Lou speaks of it as if it's a notably good card mm. to continue betting on because it notably doesn't hit Chidwick. I mm. don't feel that way. I feel the opposite. Yeah, I don't know that I... I'm somewhere in between both of you. Like, I, I don't think it hits that much of his range. Um, it may make him want to fold some of the hands that he called with on the flop. Right. Yeah. So the question really is, is he going to fold enough of the hands that he called with on the flop compared to how many hands he's going to call with now because the queen actually can't? Right. Like, and I would guess he's probably folding more than calling more now that this queen came. Isn't that always almost the case on every turn? Um, not necessarily. There are some turns where we're like, oh, he's going to call pretty much. We assume they're calling with a lot of their range. Well, it's impossible to call with more than you called on the flop with. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like there are like on, on random, on, on blanks, right? Um, the hands that, that Chidwick ha- has with the queen in them, a bunch of those are going to fold the turn. Not all of them. Or this queen improves. A bunch of them are going to fold the turn on another bet. Right? Say that again. Okay. Instead of a queen coming, let's pretend the deuce of hearts is the okay. turn. So the, the king 10, yeah. if Vivek barrels and barrels at a reasonable size, is just going to throw it away now. Yeah. Right? So all the hands that he's going to throw away now. Yes. On the queen? That have a queen in them. No, no, no. That have a queen in them that when a, when a deuce comes... Right. Okay. So we, we oh boy, this is getting. I'm trying to follow. I'm trying to trying to follow myself. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 now he's calling with all those hands, right? So there's certain hands he's calling with now that he wasn't going to call with before because the queen came. But now when the queen comes, there's certain hands he's going to fold that he wouldn't have folded before so when the deuce came, such as possibly some nines, possibly some f- fours. I think he's definitely fours. Calling. Sure. I think some nines too when the queen. But comes. you're just comparing a queen to a deuce, not the rest of the deck. Sure, I was trying to be ex- extreme because like, yeah. we were trying to understand what the hell I was saying, yeah. remember? So I yeah. was just trying to do that. Um, so I, I think it's possible, at least in the case of the queen and the deuce, you're right, we have to do the whole deck. So we're going to do every single card <laughs> now. No, um, 
that that it's possible that the queen actually gets garners more folds than it does calls from from the hands that might have been in the middle somewhere. Um, I don't know if before, I before before they came, but but the question is not just the deuce, of course. It is the whole deck, which is different, admittedly. Right. Also, like hands that the queen doesn't actually hit, we didn't even go through, but that will definitely not fold. That called the flop like nine ten jack ten. Like no chance mm-hmm. of folding those hands. They were calling anyway, though for a, you know for like on a five or something, right? They were calling on a lot of turns. Probably not all of them, but a lot of turns. Like, do you, do you actually feel like this is notably good, or are you only no. even entertaining this because Randy Lou said it? In fact, what I said was I'm somewhere in between both of you. I know, right? Yeah. So um, I'm only entertaining because he said it. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't necessarily agree that it's a bad or a good card. I think it's somewhere in between. I understand why Vivek would continue based on his hand and based on the fact that it's an overcard, which means a lot of the time when Chidwick is in the big blind, he's going to have second and third pair and maybe even a bunch of ace highs here. So you're pro continuing. I think I like continuing. And repping what? What's the bottom of what we're repping? Good question. Um, can we have ace, jack, and bet? Let me ask that. I was thinking king, jack, maybe. Okay. Like, that feels about, about that. I think if we have ace, jack, or king, jack, it's clearly like a bet and then check back the river unless we improve. I think that's right. Yeah, um, but it's reasonable to bet on. I think with it, with with the really good jack here, and, and of course any queen and anything better. Yeah, and maybe our, our super strong draws if we have any. With this, by the like, if we have, if we turned like the what would be a super strong draw here, ace ten of spades or something like that. Sure. Wow, that's super strong. That sounds like a good. Hand. I mean, we don't. It doesn't have to be that strong. Then enough flush draw and open ender. We can yeah. bet those two. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. So. But we're not really repping the draws, right? We want to rep hands. That, of course, yeah. of course. But those are hands that have equity too. I'm just thinking yeah. out loud in terms of what we're betting. I'm not. I'm not convinced that it's good to keep betting on this card. I, I do. I feel strongly that it's a negative card for us getting Chidwick to fold against his hmm. range in general. Really, I think okay. he has. He has he's got more, a lot of nines. He has more. He's yeah, I think he's. Call, he's I think he's calling with a decent amount of them. Eight nine plus. He's calling. Um, probably eight, nine plus, but he has a bunch of other, he has got all the nine sevens, all the nine sixes, and then he's probably got, I don't know if he has all the nine fives or just the nine five suited after that. It's, it's hard clear. to know. Yeah. Hard to know. I mean, it's always true that you're going to fold out some of the range, but yeah. I, I just feel like the queen is not a necessarily a good card. I don't hate the bet, but it doesn't feel like a, a card that's like, Oh, I auto bet this card. It feels like the right. That's, thing. that's fair. I think because it's the queen of spades, that makes it a little bit of a better bet when we have the ace of spades in our hand. Um, I think, Based on the situationally, with all the money, again, I, I'm if it's close at all, I want to lean towards betting if I'm, I'm Vivek. In, yeah, in that, more of a vacuum, maybe it's different. That's a good point, the whole money thing. But Chidwick might genuinely not give a shit. It's possible that he really doesn't. I mean, I don't know how anyone doesn't give a shit about 19 million pounds. Have you seen first. that guy? He will. He's tall. He, he will murder you, and his expression will not change. <laughs> he does not care. Well, then, but why is he playing then? He's playing to win money, right? I don't know. He's playing because he's just like, I, this is just as good as anything else. I, I mean, guess. you're just making this up about him because he, he's got a, like a goatee. Because <laughs> he's right? the Slim Reaper. Yeah. It's mostly the nickname. <laughs> Which we came up with. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think you came up with that. I came up with that, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's, I think they, Kevin Durant was called that yes. before. That's probably where I heard it originally. But it is good for, it's a perfect nickname for Chidwick. It's actually better than for Durant, quite yes. frankly. Durantula, obviously the best name for Durant. Durantula is the best name yeah. for Durant. Chidwick he, actually has like mortician vibes. No question. Yeah. No question. That's exactly right. Um, so anyway, you could say there's a chance he doesn't care. Sure, there's a chance he doesn't care, but much more likely if in that he does care, right? Because yeah. it's a lot of money, and it's hard not to care about this much money. Yeah. So if I was guessing, I would say he probably cares. Let's put pressure on him. 
All right. I think that's reasonable. I, I want to bet this because of the situation. Without the situation, I think it's a lot closer. I might bet anyway. I might not. I'm not okay. sure, actually. Okay. Vivek bets 850 into 1.8. Do you think it's too small? Oh, I do think it's a little small, actually. Yeah. Now, why is he doing this? He's trying to set up... Uh, oh, what he's doing is the threat of the river shove. Because if, if it's a call from Chidwick, there'll be three and a half million in there, and Chidwick, and Chidwick will have a little under three million left. So he's saying... So he wants to keep it small to make like a bigger bet on the river as a threat, right? I guess, but like I would want to bet more. In practice, I'd rather just fold them out more now. I agree. Than have to make another bet. Yeah. Like let's bet one point two million. You could and if you get called, you might be a little more apt to shut down, right? You might be like, okay, I don't know if I can get him off this now. Like he's putting a lot of a stack. I mean, if you shove even after he calls one point two million also, that's pretty strong. It is. It is. So anyway, that's another thing. But I, I want to I want to fold them out more, especially as the board gets a little wetter. We would naturally bet more here, and most of the time because the board got wetter. If we were betting, yeah. if we chose to bet, right, we would bet more than half the pot almost always. Yeah. So it's weird that Vivek doesn't do that, unless maybe again this is one of those spots where the stakes are high enough that like bigger bets just aren't as necessary. Perhaps you know, that happens as like tournaments even get later, bets yeah. get smaller, right, relative to the pot. Yep. Perhaps that's what's going on. I don't anyway, know. it's a pretty rudimentary call for Chidwick, even though still it's uncomfortable. Absolutely. And he, he's obviously very aware that he's got less than a pot size bet yeah. back and can't love that. Right. So Chidwick does call. And I, he's calling with Jack 5, so obviously he's calling with any Jack. Yes. And I imagine he's calling with 8, 9 plus for 9s. And then all of his queens, obviously, he's calling. No question. Do we expect that he would have check raised if he made two pair on the queen? Or do you think he has check calls more more frequently than you might expect. I think he probably still has a bunch of check calls, actually. One, to let Vivek continue to barrel, yeah. especially as the chip leader. Two, that Vivek absolutely has the nuts in his range here, yeah. very reasonably, and really strong hands. Uh, I could see him deciding, I guess, to check raise all in with two pair. Let's say he had nine four suited or something like that. I guess he turned to queen. Queen four suited. Yeah. Um, because, A, it is a wet board. B, if we're losing to King 10, we're probably getting all in on the river anyway. Like, we're not really saving ourselves. Yeah. So why not shut out the equity once? Yeah, I mean, Vivek's actual hand has equity against Queen 4. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so maybe maybe that's the move. So, so maybe a check raise is good now that, I'm, now that I've talked it through. Maybe actually I think a check raise is fine instead of not. What about if he had the nuts, if Jidwick had King 10 or 810? Great. Do you think that's a check raise or check call a lot cool. of Cool. Okay, so now we're not really worried about anything. I guess we could worry about spades, but whatever. Yeah. We're not going to fold. Um, so it's all good. Uh, if we had the nuts, so we have nothing to protect against, then my only question, the only way, the way I decide is, do I think Vivek is going to be triple barreling a lot? If I think he is, I'm just calling. If I think not, I'm going to just check raise right now. And hope he has a queen or something. Yeah, I hope he has something real. Since yeah. he's betting again on the turn, he often has something, right? Yeah. And we could have draws here. It's a pretty wet board. Yeah. So that's, that's my thought. What do you think? Yeah, I think I agree with those thoughts. But Jidwick doesn't have those decisions, obviously, just has, you know, what is now second pair, and it's very straightforward. It's straightforward. It's not great when the queen comes. Though, no, right? we don't love it. Yeah, but we probably just have to call here. Also, we assume Vivek is probably not going to bet like most queens on the river anyway, right, for value with a, with a pot size. Well, bet we're going to get to discuss that. Oh, cool. I promise. Cool. So after the call, the pot is three point five million. Chidwick has two point nine million remaining. Eesh, it's such a so much money. The river is the six of hearts. It doesn't change the board really at all. I mean, I guess some sort of two pair could come in, but it doesn't really change. Chidwick checks. Of course, Vivek is going to move all in. All right, is yep. this a good idea? I don't know. Let's 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 <laughs> think a lot about let's this. Let's ruminate. Okay, first of all. 
it's certainly strong. Yes. Vivek can have the nuts in his... He has, he has all the strong hands in his range, right? Yes. Pretty much everything. That's good. Um, Chidwick has most of the strong hands, so he doesn't have the sets, right? But he's got a lot of the... He's got a lot of two pairs, potentially. Yeah. Now, he didn't raise the flop, and he didn't raise the turn, so we can eliminate some of those, some of the time, but he probably has some of those still. Uh, we don't really block much, right? No, we... We block 8-10, we block spades, which we don't want to block at this point. Right. We block 8-10. Uh, Chidwick can... Ha- What's the strongest hands Chidwick can reasonably have here besides, like, a v- un- very unlikely slow-played monster, which, of course, he can have that like a King little Queen bit. King-Queen feels like it. King-Queen. Um, you su- Yeah, King-Queen sounds about right as, like, the, the absolute strongest he gets of to... Of the, like, normal hands. Yeah, yeah, like... Yeah, he could have, like, Queen-Six... No, he can't have Queen-Six suited. I guess he can have Jack-Six suited. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, he could have that, obviously. Yeah, he has Jack Five suited. But then, but King Queen feels like he can have that. Yeah, too. as Vivek, we actually block Queen Eight, which is good because that's one of the queens that Jidwick could have. Oh yeah, okay, that's a good point. So that's a good reason to, to do this. Mm-hmm. Like it's way better than having a seven because uh, Jidwick would have just folded Queen Seven on the flop. Yeah, yeah, he would have. Ah, <sighs> so. I mean, part of me just likes the idea when you're the chip leader in these these high pressure spots is just to put like unrelenting pressure on people until you know it doesn't. Work. I think I like it. I think I like it because because of that, mm-hmm. and because um, as Vivek, we have everything. We do in our range. We we, we have a range advantage. It's we clear. What's the bottom of our shoving range here? Probably That's something like question. king queen ourselves. We just have to go for it, or is that too too narrow? I'm wondering if it's too narrow because now we're hoping to get called by what queen eight, queen eight, queen ten. Queen ten, and uh, maybe you know, maybe Jack a, ten, a Jack once in a while that gets really brave. Jack ten type hand, yeah. It's close. There's not that many combos to call us. I don't know if we can really shove king queen, kings shoving kings. I think we can shove kings because now there's we unblock the queen, yeah. which is good. And uh, aces is better though because we king queen. Yeah, because of king queen. Yeah, Chidwick might just be three betting all in with king queen pre flop. With 22 blinds. He might be, but he also might call with that. With ace-queen, yeah. I would expect he's three-betting all in. That's fair. So I'd rather have aces than kings. Yep. Yep. Um, you'd also always rather have aces than kings, unless there's a blocking situation. Yeah. Going. yeah. But, but fair enough. I mean, aces and kings are basically value-wise the same thing against Chidwick's range. Of course. In this case, I'd rather have aces because of the blocking. Yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair. Um, so are we shoving aces? So we just said all that, but are yeah. we actually shoving them? Yes, I think so. I think, think, we, so. I think, I think we, are. we are. Also, as Vivek, we can afford to be wrong, which right. is nice. Beyond that, we, we have plenty of two pair in our range. We have both straight. We have all 32 combos of straights in our range, probably. Yeah, I think we do. We have like so many combos of two pair, too, because like we're yeah. opening like we open the button, right? Yeah, we might, we might be opening jack four suited. I think we are. I think yeah. we're opening queen four suited, jack four suited, all we that stuff. We probably don't have nine four, but beyond that, we probably have all the two pair types. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we have all the sets, obviously. We do. We have we have Jack Nine. We have Queen Jack. This is it's good. Really, this is a good movement. Yeah, we got a really we got a strong range. We have this this thing where we can put pressure on him, and we've got a lot of chips, even if we're wrong. Put it all together. Let's pull the trigger. Yep. Good. Okay. All right. So that's the range we're against. Is Chidwick? That makes me want to fold immediately. Yes. But should he fold, actually? Or is there an argument for maybe calling off your tournament with Jack Five here? Let's play it out. All right. By the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate the board. Jack nine four with uh, one spade, second spade on the turn, queen of spades, river six of hearts. We have okay. jack five of diamonds. Okay, so we have jack five. 
What worse hands do we get to the river with? We have some nines. We have nine, ten. We have eight, right. nine. Okay. So those are going to be the first hands we fold. Yeah. I assume. Uh, although if we have a ten in our hand, maybe we like that because it blocks some of the strings. Maybe. Maybe we like that better. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's all the same, yeah. really, in terms of you know, what, we're, what mm-hmm. we're up against, right? So we'd rather block things than not. So actually, maybe this is worse. This is worse than nine, ten. Probably. This is worse than any nine we called with, actually. This might be the worst hand that we call with. Besides jack three. <laughs> right. The, yeah. the, the, the jacks with the kickers don't play. Yeah. It's the same hand, right? Yeah. So this is the bottom of our calling range on the turn. So we should fold this, I think, based on distribution. That's a good point, and I agree. Uh, so we should fold this because of that and because like Vivek has a very strong range. Oh, it doesn't have a very strong range, but he has a very strong range advantage. He could have yes. a lot of really good hands. Yes. He, he, it feels like he has just all the hands. And Now, here's the only way we could even consider calling. We have to believe at this stage of the tournament, Vivek is opening the button a tremendous amount and is triple barreling on almost every board. It's possible that that's true. And if that's true, we have to at least now start to consider calling again. I know there's a specific player, a Portland player, who I have a, a plan against. Who, uh, this guy is not Vivek in very many ways, not Vivek as far as his poker skill. But he's a guy where if we're 30 blinds effective or, or deeper, I am literally calling any size up to 5x preflop from the big blind with any hand because I know he's going triple barrel like every time. Mm. And it, and he, so, and that's literally his entire range. So if I just flop middle pair or better, it's just printing call, call, money call. to call, call, call. Yeah. Right. So maybe Chidwick has that plan against Vivek in this specific scenario. Cause he expects that Vivek is going to raise triple barrel with extreme prejudice, like yeah. all the time. I'm also thinking about this other thing. So in the super high roller bowl that, uh, did Jake Schindler win one of those, or did he just finish like... No, he didn't win. I don't think he won one of those. The one where um, Pertouche was the big chip leader and had aces. Oh, the one where he like really got down on himself after that Yeah, hand. because he had aces and yeah. lost to the set of eights. Um, so I'm just thinking about how he played that final table. He played it really carefully. Yeah. So, for example, he three-bet with aces, got called, and check-called all three streets post-flop on really unscary, a pretty unscary board. Yeah. Um, another time... He had queen, queen X on like a queen, queen, six, six, four board and just call the, check call the river bet. Yeah, I think I remember that. And everyone's like, what are you doing? And his, I don't know if he's responded or not. The answer is obviously, I can't get called by worse if I, if I yeah. raise anyway. So what's the point? Right. I, if he, the few times he has quads, yeah. like it's, it's terrible. But the point is like the money affected him, right? Yeah. So it's, I'm wondering if Chidwick is sitting there also thinking about not only is Vivek triple barreling most of his bluffs most of the time, but when, when Vivek actually has real hands, he may be a lot tighter with his shoving range than we're giving him credit for because the money's so big. But he might be a little not, more he's careful. He's not anywhere close to at risk though. That is true. Like he has so many more chips than, than Chidwick. He started with, eight, oh my God, 18.5 versus four and a half. You're right. That is, he doesn't have to worry about anything. Yeah. That's not really he's, a factor he's, here. He has so many blinds. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're right. So that, that doesn't matter for this. That, yeah. That's a really fair point. Okay. I didn't realize it was that, that bad or I forgot. Okay. So it's really just, if he's triple barreling all the way, like, in, like this player, and obviously yeah. Vivek is different, but in this spot, maybe Vivek isn't as different. Right. Because maybe maybe it's as simple as I'm thinking about when Maria Lampropolu. How have you gotten Lampropolu? Lampropolu. Yes, I just couldn't get the R out, man. I knew it. I just couldn't get it out. You and names, man. It's it's, a, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my my head is different than yours. It's okay. So when they were on the 
the bubble of that tournament, she was just, you know, in, she uh, wrecked, like so crazy. She, was wrecking. she would raise every hand and yeah. triple barrel every hand. And it was very effective. And it was incredible to watch really good players call, call, fold. Yeah. They would just fold the river because they just couldn't handle it. They basically. couldn't find it. Yeah. Even though it's like she's probably bluffing, but they didn't want to be the guy who called. Bubbling sucks. Right. And she was using that. So even though it was obvious and it was kind of a very rudimentary plan, it seemed like she was like, I'm just going to keep putting pressure on these guys and see if it works. And boy, it worked perfectly. It's a classic because it works. Right. So I'm wondering if in this case, Vivek is just being, you know, like, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing the easy thing, this very straightforward thing that lots of people would do here. I don't have to be more sophisticated. And I'm just going to do that a lot because of this situation. That I all, wonder. All of that, I can, I can get behind all of that. Yeah. At the same point, we just kind of surmised that this hand that Chidwick has may literally be the bottom of his range yeah. for calling that he I gets know. to the river with. Not, not by rank, but for calling. I know. I, isn't that enough to fold? Yes. Shouldn't it be? We have to have some part of our range that we fold unless we pick up an incredible tell on him or something like Unless he flips his cards over. Maybe like we're uh, underestimating Chidwick's willingness to call the turn. Maybe he has fours. Maybe maybe he has more nines than we think. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't just have gut shot nines. Maybe he has a lot more nines. Maybe it's all his nines. Yeah. Because he's like, well, I fold fours and ace high on the turn. Yeah. So I call with all my nines, bro. Yeah. And I, ha- I have a million nines because I call from the big right. blind. Maybe that's true. So actually to him, the jack is somewhere in the middle. Or right. Because he's moving up towards... Because he doesn't have that many better hands. I mean, he has better hands, right? He has jack 10. He has jack 8. Um, he's got queen 8. He's got queen 10. He's got king queen. And he may have... And he has a few slow played big hands. Yeah. A few. But his only, those are his only one pair of queens, right? Queen, eight, queen, ten, king, queen? I would think so. Can't imagine him having any other queen. Yeah. So it's like, if, if you include all the nines, then it certainly rises up in the distribution. But I don't know. Should <sighs> Even you, so. Are you really calling all the nines on the turn when the queen comes? You're calling nine, three suited? I mean, if you are, we could start to make a case for yeah. calling this jack. But, if, but uh, would we really do that? Maybe... Maybe, maybe maybe he's like, Vivek is just double-barreling a lot. And I know when he bets so tiny on the flop, he's just betting the turn I mean, a tremendous amount. It leads me to believe that he does have those on the turn as calls because Chidwick calls, and clearly he has his shit put together. Like, he knows what he's thinking about with GTO stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe he does have those hands, and he yeah. understands that Jack-5 is actually higher in his distribution than we were giving it. Fair enough, for. fair enough. Or, or maybe he picked something up on Vivek. Yeah. You know, there's that too. Yeah. That's always the... the Go to when you don't know what else to say. But. Yep, and here we are. <laughs> but Chidwick does call. And, he calls uh, and is right. Yeah, it's a huge tournament swing for him. You know. Well, it, not only that. So there's seven players left at this point. Vivek ends up finishing fifth, and Chidwick ends up finishing fourth. Yeah, and there's like a really big money difference between where they were it's right like now. Like two million dollars worth, right? Something like that. Uh, well, fifth and fourth is actually yeah a little less than two million dollars, <clears throat> and where they are right now. Chiwick, because he's right instead of wrong, makes an extra $3.3 million. Wow. I mean, not, not pounds, dollars, so it's a little less than pounds, yeah. but still like 3 million pounds. That's a lot of money. That's a lot He's going to go slim reap with that money. He's going to reap slim. He's going to eat some slim gyms and listen to some slim shady and also reap. Wicka, wicka. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. I'm gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make.